0: Welcome to Americans in Germany drinking whiskey. This is Jeff. And this is Alex. We are doing German beer part two today. And what's interesting, we didn't know this, we didn't plan this, but uh, we did German beer, it's what's for breakfast, the first part, uh, on May 27th, um, 2020. Almost, because now it's what, May 24th. 24th. Almost exactly two years
1: ago, we we recorded part one of our beer series.
0: And it was episode 17. So nine, episode 90, one. Yeah. Yeah.
1: 90 episodes 90 ago. 90 episodes, that's unbelievable. Uh, but yeah, as you mentioned, uh, we're gonna talk some more about German beer and um, buying beer and drinking
0: beer in old Deutschland. Yeah, all, all the beer stuff. So if you don't like beer, then this isn't for you. This probably won't be for you, but you might, be, you might still like it, so stick around. So I'd say
1: if you got one, go ahead and pop that bottle because uh, we're gonna get a drinking. Yes. Guys, we're really excited to introduce you to our new sponsor, Clio. Now, Clio is a language learning app in which you can currently learn Spanish, Italian, and of course, German. Alex and I were really surprised when we tried this app because of the unique method of learning that completely sets it apart from all other language learning apps. On the screen, you have a virtual tutor that teaches you new vocabulary and phrases and interacts with you to make sure you understand and pronounce the words correctly. It's almost like having a personal German teacher, but without the cost and without the pressure of needing to speak online one-on-one with a tutor or needing to schedule any classes. The app teaches you with interactive videos in which your virtual tutors will ask you questions regarding how to say a phrase, for example, and the virtual tutor will actually rate your pronunciation. The Clio app also offers fun people to learn with, such as Felicia, the host of Faily from Germany, as you know, the YouTube channel, and even us, the hosts of your favorite expat podcast. Right now on the app is a free special lesson from Alex and I, in which we will teach you some of the essential phrases for a night out, including how to order a drink. If you'd like to try out our free lesson, go to the link at the top of the news page on our website, agdwpodcast.com, or you can find the Clio app, that's K-L-E-O, on the Apple App Store, and it's coming soon to Android as well. Or to learn more and see the app in action, go to meetcleo.com. And as we mentioned, yes, this is episode 107. Thank you for joining us once again, or for your very first time. Yes. Welcome again. Usually we are Americans in Germany drinking whiskey, but apparently we're drinking some beer tonight. We are. So, but we're also
0: drinking some whiskey too because we have to. It's it's it's, it's,
1: it's in our contract. <laughs> our, our contract with our we just so, wrote a contract with ourselves. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I have a contract with Alex. Alex has a contract with me, and it like the one and only kind of stipulation is like out whiskey must be drank. What whiskey must be had consumed?
0: Um. Yeah. But before we get started, Jeff, uh big special thanks to MFO Seven and john ja for some really kind five-star reviews uh read them this weekend uh, oh man it was it was so it was so fun and
1: humbling to to read it like i mean oh it um, always is isn't it i mean obviously um you're really enjoying the show and and he mentioned something about the our interaction with the fans and stuff which i'm glad he feels that way because we yeah, sure we really try hard to show our appreciation for you guys because we love you guys and you're the reason why we keep coming back every week yeah we big old heart heart <laughs> <laughs> <Jesus> Christ.
0: <laughs> okay
1: moving on uh I that. Now if, if you're, if, you're if, if you are uh normal listeners of the show you you've heard probably for three weeks three or four weeks maybe now us talking about this infamous nine euro public uh, transit ticket that's coming out in Germany. We mentioned last week that um, it, might, it might not actually finally get approved, but right. but it has the final approval. It's the done. ticket is real. It is on sale. You can buy it now online. Just go to the bvg.com.de um, or if you're in Germany, go to the befallgay.de. Yes. Um, and buy yourself a ticket. also can be bought at the machines. Here's some important facts. Everyone can buy these tickets. Tourists too. You do not have to live here. So if you're visiting Germany, buy it. Take advantage, man. Nine euro for an entire month of doing whatever you want on those rails, baby. Yes. Unless it's the ICE or the... uh, EC. EC. Um, Those are no bueno, but... Only
0: regional bonds. Regional bonds. Regional trains. Or or
1: subways or S-bonds or trams or ferries or... Or in-state buses exactly yes so really cool go ahead and go out you can buy them now um but one thing you should know they're only good until the end of the month you buy them for for example if you buy one of these tickets say on june 10th it's only good until the end of june it's not good until Mm. july 10th it's not good for a whole for an entire month so you if you're gonna if you want to take it for june buy it on june 1st or before because for example if you buy it june 27th you're gonna get two days out of it. So still um,
0: worth it. It's only nine euro. (laughs) That's
1: the thing. That's what's so wild about Even two days use is pretty good. Yeah. But just saying like buy them early. So that way you get your maximum usage out of them.
0: Right. Right. And they're available, uh, June, July, and August nine euro each for each month. It's not nine euro for all three months. It's nine euro for each month. And even each month. I mean, that's an amazing deal. Come on. And the sale of the tickets actually, Jeff, fun fact, uh, crashed the German servers or it's Germany. So I'm assuming it's like German server. Right. Probably, like, probably had yeah. like one server. Yeah, and it's not like they could have
1: anticipated a huge demand for a nine-euro ticket, right? Right. It's like they've and been like, talking about like this for up their server or, For months. Right.
0: But uh, yeah, and they're also adding additional uh, trains to handle the demand, which is fantastic. Uh, uh, we were
1: we were worried about that, right? Yeah, I was so, very worried about that. So luckily that is happening.
0: And good news
1: for Ukrainians who are currently in Germany, uh, avoiding the horrors of what's happening back at the Ukraine. Ukrainian refugees in Germany can now exchange their home currency, which is the hryvnia, I believe it's pronounced, mm-hmm. uh, into euros without any fees, commissions, just direct exchange rate, um, to make it easier for them. Because you know, like they they're forced to flee, without a moment's notice. You know, like you don't have time to, ex- you know, you ha- you just have whatever. Yeah, on yeah you, of course. Right. So now they can go to any, uh, or I don't know if it's any, but go go check online. I think maybe there's specific banks you can go to, and they'll give you. Um, a feeless exchange rate for euros to help you out, and the German government will take
0: up the tab for That's that. That's
1: pretty cool. So Pretty, pretty cool.
0: And uh, last but not least in other news, uh, in two days for us, so on May 26th, is um, Father's Day in Germany, or as some call it, Menetag or Hedentag, and that consists of... Well, no, for young people. I'm sure <laughs> for older men, it's at normal father's day at
1: home with like their families eating cake
0: yeah it could be i don't know right
1: i, I don't i don't think six-year-old men are going out but i don't think get, a lot of people wasted really in
0: the yeah <laughs> i really don't know but yeah. pretty much a lot of young people especially in, in small villages they uh, get their wagon fill it with beer and then just go on a walk and get absolutely smashed uh, um and the actual the german doctors recently just gave out an urgent warning uh telling people not to ride their bikes on head and tag this thursday because um, well, do we have to explain why well, yeah. why
1: riding your bike drunk is bad for but, you? But I guess like
0: there's <laughs> the most car and bike alcohol related incidences on hand and tiling, more than New Year's or Christmas or whatever.
1: And that says a lot. So um, anyways, this is, you'll be hearing this afterwards, but I hope you guys are responsible and don't ride your bikes drunk because in Germany it gets a point off of your car driving license.
0: And it's also a really shitty thing to do.
1: Yes, of course. Yeah. Uh, but just, but just the penalty is much worse than in the States. So yeah. uh, just know that and be aware and be safe. So
0: in honor of that, we're going to talk about beer today, right? It relates to head And um, I think
1: more Herdentag relates to beer. Ooh, also true. I think beer is the king and Herdentag is the, you know, the branch off of that tree.
0: Yes, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> um anyways jeff how 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 are things with you how are you doing uh i'm good
1: um healing up now i don't think i've mentioned it to you guys but for the past mm, about month i yeah. had a pretty bad eye infection to the point where my lower eyelid was like as big as like a golf ball was just huge red and in pain it's and, beautiful and uh yeah disgusting and yeah i got so bad finally had to go and had a doctor operate it cut it open basically and 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 do a little mini surgery on that to, it which helped. It's but it's still there, obviously, and it's still screwed up. It's gonna be a couple of weeks, I think, till it looks, or oh, I pray to God it's gonna look normal at some point. But I have two quick stories related to that that might be interesting to our listeners because it might be something they go through. As my German is is good, but one thing that I always prefer to do in English is visiting doctors, especially for like important things. Yeah, fair enough. Because um, I I never learned medical vocabulary in german <laughs> if that makes you sense didn't. no
0: didn't he said in your uh, a 1.2 class yeah yeah yeah. i didn't i i
1: was i didn't i didn't stay in class that long and then never learned that specific vocabulary on my own you know what i mean yeah so and like of course so it, and i just don't want to have any misunderstandings when it comes to my health you know so it's always important to me to that this doctor speaks english um and this is probably something that a lot of uh you you guys have a similar problem with when you when you move to germany um but what happens is when you search online you have all these options. And then when you switch, you know, preferred language or to English, suddenly from like a hundred eye doctors, <laughs> you have five to choose from. Right. Literally. And then from those, all the, the nearest appointments are in August. And then maybe you have one that's within your time frame. Right. <laughs> so it got I basically had picked for me. And the doctor was about an out, hour outside of Berlin. Oh my gosh. I had to go all the way out there. So it's like three hours round trip, right? To the C zone. Yeah. In the C zone. Yeah. Wow. Uh, so I'd go all the way out there and I get there only to find out that the doctor I booked an appointment with is on vacation. So they, I don't know why they allowed me to book an
0: appointment with. You went with, there and then you found out after you're already there, there's a yeah. vacation.
1: Great. Yeah. Great. Leaving me with the German speaking doctor who speaks no English, which I could, which I could have gotten <laughs> two, the, two meters from my front door. I would have gladly done that because it would have been five minutes instead of oh my two hours round trip. Yeah. So yeah. So, so went to them. Did my best. I understood about half, but still, like, I'm not comfortable when there's, like, sentences of him explaining that I'm, that are just, i missing, you know?
0: Yeah, 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 of course. Um. It's your health.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then, and, but anyways, he used the cream he had, didn't work out, and eventually had to go to um Chedete, Chedete, which, if you don't know, in Berlin is, like, a, just a massive medical campus. uh yeah, slash hospital. Hospital, slash yeah. university, slash clinic. That just has really just like 50 different buildings. Uh, first time I'd ever had to go there. They're
0: like spreads out the city too.
1: They're not all in one area, right? Yeah. They have like uh, several campuses, but even each campus in and of itself is huge massive. You could walk 20 minutes and not get to the other end of it. You know what I mean? And there's so many buildings. And I just had to show up, you know, middle of the day at this hospital eye clinic. And of course there's, 20 people in line, and you know, it's warm and smelly, and you're and and even when I went, that they they're like, like, oh, make sure you eat before you come because you're gonna be here for hours, you know, basically, like, like you know, and that's a typical, unfortunately, how it is. Like, if you're gonna go, yeah, the, I mean, that's yeah, if you're gonna show up without an appointment, basically you're there for hours. So I go and I'm waiting, and after five minutes, the nurse comes over to me and she says, By any chance, do you have private insurance? And I was like, Yeah. She's like, Oh. Then you don't have to wait at all, and grab my hand, and 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 there's 20 people who I now cut in front of, and she personally walks me up two flights of stairs, into the straight into the doctor, not even waiting, just like straight into the doctor's office. Here you go, hi here. This is uh, this is Jeff. He has this problem, whatever. Boom, boom, starts treating me right away. And then two minutes into that, he's like, he's like, okay, I would start working on you right away. However, since you're pri- you're private, uh, we're obligated to have the head of the eye department. Look at you, not just me, because you get the best of care. And I'm like, I'm like, oh my god! And treated me really quick right away. Boom, 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 out of there, like in and out of that place in like half an hour. When normally I'd have been there for four or five hours easily.
0: Um, in the middle of the, just showing up the middle of the day without an appointment. <laughs> so when people ask why get private insurance over public, this is exactly why. Yeah, I mean, last, quicker treatment, nicer rooms.
1: Yeah, last week we we remember you asked me a question about like if you could switch from freelance to whatever. whatever. Right. We were, we talked about the health insurance. This was the first time I had actually experienced the perk of yeah, private uh, yeah sure you know what i mean like and it was the first time when i was like i was like oh there is some sort of benefit
0: to oh, this oh yeah like, for sure i you know mean, what i mean people I, who could be on public sometimes still get private anyways cuz they like it better
1: yeah yeah so like but if i was in public i would probably still be in that waiting room you know <laughs> a week later <laughs> 5 days later yeah uh so anyway so that's probably something that some of you might go through uh so but if you're freelance just like know that there is a um, you know you have the high costs but there is i guess some benefits to it so for sure and how about you? How, what have you been up
0: to this past week? Oh, I've just, just been, you know, tired. You know, it's been long tired. weeks. <laughs> Days turn the nights. Get up to anything on Is the weekend? The... <laughs> yeah, we had a little going away party for a friend. Oh, true. Yeah. yeah girlfriend yeah, with left, So sick. that's really sad. Um, mm, yeah, it's too bad. But we'll, we'll see you soon. We'll see you soon. We'll yeah. Back.
1: Yeah, she'll be back. At some back. point, yeah.
0: Um, but, you know,
1: visas. Visas. Lord.
0: Uh, yeah, I really chilled Sunday. And uh, yeah, it was a short week this week because tomorrow uh, went Thursday's a holiday. And I have two friends visiting me this week, so I'm pretty excited, looking forward to the weekend. Friday's off too, or? Uh, we have Friday off, because uh, a lot of schools, if you have a Thursday off, you get the Friday off, as well as a bridging day. Bridge day. Yes, which is just the best. So I got a nice four-day weekend in front of me. And, and I'm very much looking forward to uh, recharging the batteries a bit, uh, seeing my friend who I haven't seen in, in, in a few years. Nice. Uh, who's, who used to live in Berlin, now he's in Copenhagen. So uh, see you soon, Charlie. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's going to be nice.
1: Those bridge days are cool, except it's weird because in Germany, if a public holiday lands on a weekend, you just lose that holiday. Like they don't have the thing like in the u s. like if the public holiday lands on Sunday, then you get the Monday off. Yeah, I know, so it's weird. They gave you this bridging day. yet, like, and I think this this year, they said that this year's the worst. Cause there's like three major public holidays that
0: land on weekends, yeah. And so lo- you lo- literally just lose three holidays, full yeah. holidays. Especially is- in Berlin, where we have the le- least amount of holidays in all of Germany. Yeah, I mean, they, but, re- they really
1: need to change that. But I the
0: mean, bridging day is only for like schools and stuff. It's so not for everybody. Yet. Yeah, most people with normal jobs still have to go to work on Friday, which sucks. But I don't. But you know what doesn't suck? Whiskey doesn't suck, Jeff. Yes. I mean, Ho-
1: hopefully this whiskey doesn't suck. To be
0: fair, this one could suck. We, we don't, don't know. know. What do we got? Today we have Eagle Rare. And it's Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey. And it's a very, very American looking bottle. With uh, like a
1: bald eagle going like, a
0: little bald eagle going, Arr. and the eagle, the E in the eagle to top of the E also looks like an eagle's head with stars around and there's stars on the love top. It. Like it's very hidden eagles, baby. Oh yeah. I love hidden <laughs> Eagles. So it's eagle rare. Is it rare? I don't know, but it's on German, German Amazon. So it can't be that rare.
1: I mean, this is this is should be fun because uh, our first bourbon. We didn't, I think in the whole show we've had maybe five bourbons. like or, that, yeah, or not, not, that, not, not that, many. that many, yeah. yeah. So uh, I'm interested. Let's yeah. check it out. Okay. Hmm. A, little, a little quiet, but little quiet. yeah. If if could if you could like turn that volume up, it'd be okay.
0: Oh my! Oh, Enjoy. actually,
1: it sounded like a lot more liquid than it was. It's,
0: it's the bottle looks like a uh, a wine bottle, so it's got some heavy luggage going on. Gotcha.
1: Mm, strong, strong scent.
0: Yeah, I, as I, as I'm pouring
1: it, I can, uh, I can I can smell it. Ooh, what what? Because it does it say the alcohol content on there. It
0: seems strong. It smells fruity. Um, forty five percent, so pretty normal. Oh no, okay. Aged ten years, distilled, aged and bottled by. Oh, okay. It's a Buffalo Trace Distillery. Oh, okay. Hey, Buffalo Trace I, is, is good. Yeah, yeah. uh Huh. Oh, let's uh, let's find out. Okay. Cheers.
1: Oh, that's actually really nice. It comes off strong, though, doesn't it? Even though it's only 45%. Like, you can taste it. It's got a good burn, and you can taste it. You can actually hear it in my voice. The, yeah, burn. <laughs> burn it pretty good. It tastes pretty good. I like it. I, also, it's like, I think they're your first sip. Your body's just not used to Always. harsh alcohol going in. dabbing. Yeah. Always, yeah.
0: But, um, yeah, so far. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he's coughing, he's coughing <laughs> over there. You're coughing. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, we'll get back to that at the end of the episode. But before we get into beer part two... If y'all want to, you know, give us a five-star review and have a podcast. Yeah, you know, we just not forcing you. If that uh, tickles your fancy, go for it. If your fancy is tickled, feel free. And uh, check out our website, which is agdwpodcast.com. Many say it's the greatest website of the whole world. Universe. You know,
1: I was at the bank the other day, and I swear I heard a bank teller in the, in the corner, kind of talking about that. You know, that, so that was, would make sense. It was, it was, um, it was interesting that I was there at the exact same time she was mentioning it. But um, yeah, it's interesting
0: you went to a bank. That's yeah. weird.
1: I got out of there pretty quick. I didn't want her to recognize me. So yeah, yeah fair.
0: So yeah, uh, check that out again. It's agdwpodcast.com Lots of cool content on there. Extras, whiskey reviews, the podcast itself. Some lovely photos of me and Jeff that are like two years old now, look very right? different.
1: And the shelf of fame, and the shelf of fame. If you would like to be on the shelf of fame, then uh, Just like ask us. That's up to you. Put yeah, you or, or, send a per- or send a message. Send us a message. Tell us uh, how your experience has been moving abroad, or uh, ask us any questions, <laughs> or give us any uh, ideas for upcoming episodes. We'd be happy to take them.
0: Tell us why you deserve to be on the shelf of fame. <laughs> yeah, or do
1: that. Yeah, I mean, who knows if he like writes he saved like a dog from a burning building, then I'd be like, okay,
0: shelf of fame. If you just write like, I'd like to be on it, I would put you on it too. Well,
1: it took the effort to write. It takes yeah, time.
0: exactly. Yeah. So Anyways. We'll see. Beer, part two. Here we are. So uh, obviously, we all know we're in Germany. This is the land of beer and sausage. It's and, even on like the little tagline of our podcast. And I
1: think safe to say that uh, me and Alex... Drink beer.
0: We do drink beer. Yes. <laughs> big, big fan of beer. And we're, so we, this is a little bit different than the last episode. The first episode we talked about this was more about like just beer generally. This is kind of more personal, our personal relationship with us and Miss Beer. Hey, you're right. The first episode was kind of, which if you
1: haven't listened to it, I'd say go back. It's got some great facts about German beer, the beer purity law, the different types of German beer, et cetera. Yeah. But this is going to go into a kind of... um yeah, our experience is ordering beer, drinking beer, et cetera. and and like what we're, the like best place to start is telling you guys about kind of the new ways that you can order beer, which actually
0: save you time. Yeah, true. So um, since I moved to my new apartment, I want to keep things a little more tidy and clean, you know. And uh, I used to hate schlepping a whole case of beer from the grocery store home because they're really heavy. You're talking about twenty beers that are glass point five, half a liter. And in a big plastic box.
1: Yeah. And I think we've mentioned, um, beers here while they can be bought in a, um, like a six, a traditional, like cardboard six pack. They're very rare. Yeah. So if you want like a huge quantity, you have to buy them in these large, heavy duty plastic. You can't just get a 30 rack, you know, cr- like I would say crate kind of, <sighs> yeah. Um, like a big, yeah, it's a crate plastic milk crate kind of a thing that has uh slots for 20 beers, but yeah, it's, um,
0: it's, it's heavy. <laughs> it, it, it is. It's very heavy. And if you want more than one case, then, you know... Good luck. Good luck unless you have a car. Bring wagon. So there's this new thing in around Germany called... Which I use. Maybe it's other companies too. But I use one called Flash And they deliver my cases of beer right to my door. And then they take away my old cases and my old um, bottles, which uh, you can get money for. And so they take them away and then they put it on my receipt. And then I get that money taken off my order. So if I order, you know... Few three cases for like 45, 50 euro, and I get my cases taken back. Then I wind up being like 42 euro, you know, it's a lot cheaper,
1: yeah, yeah. And I think before them, there was the big one was um, Durst Express,
0: Durst Express became Flash and Post. Ah, so okay, yeah.
1: And I think there are a few other, and of course, with with um, with uh, grocery delivery apps like gorillas and flink, flink bring. um you can order a beer but instead of coming to kate like you'll order 12 beers but they'll just be loose beers in a paper bag yeah but again
0: you don't need to leave your house and, and it is kind of like a stereotype you will find in a lot of berlin flats is uh people's kitchens or living rooms they'll have like 30 bottles of beer because then people are taking them back to the to the um yeah you'll see you'll see the deposit old, machine the old
1: case with the with beer bottles with without their their caps because they're the old ones yeah and they're waiting till it's full so they can take it back and and you can and and some of the Fonda machines actually have a lower conveyor belt where Most you do, yeah. where you put the entire case and the both the bottles in it and it counts them all um at ours it's too or the machines too small so. We just have to ask one of the guys, that were the cashiers. He takes in the back and then he gives us like a handwritten receipt. And then we I, say, okay. Yeah, okay.
0: Yeah, and it's super interesting because like I used to always just like get beers from the Spatio, the convenience store on the street on the way home. And then eventually I just have like so many bottles in my apartment. It got really, especially in the summer, something flies into them, you know, it's not nice. So now with ordering cases to my door, when I finish a beer, I put it back in the case. It's nice, clean and tidy. And then it's out of there. I don't have to worry about schlepping it. It costs like I think a euro more that at the grocery store for a case. So it's like still pretty cheap, but also the case, I mean, you get also
1: fond uh, deposit back from that. So like, exactly. It's like it's two or three Euro you get back. If you, if you return it, you know what I mean? Um, it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I mean like us, we have, we have a wooden crate that we put our empties in, um, yeah. cause we don't buy by the crate. Like usually we'll, we'll just buy like three or four bottles at a time, you know, every, you know, every once in a while, you know what I mean? Um, Maybe it would be easier just to buy by the case, but I don't know why we don't. But we just never, yeah, I usually just never...
0: buy um, two to three cases just to have in the apartment. And if someone comes over, you want a beer? Here you go. Which is good to have.
1: And every like once a week, you put ten more in the fridge, keep those cold. The exactly. Other ones just sit there, you know, on deck, ready to go.
0: Yeah, it's 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 it just makes things really convenient, especially in the days of uh, delivery services. I find this one to be really really helpful because just because beers are so heavy, man.
1: Yeah, and actually for that reason is what I've maybe the past few months gotten back into. Canned beer, which mm. I, which I had, I'd kind of shunned and kind of went like, yeah, glass bottles, you know, that's really the, you know, that's, that just feels good in your hand. You know, it feels like that's a man's beer, you know, but like lately, cause yeah, like canned beers be, because it's just thin aluminum, obviously weigh a lot less than a glass bottle. Yeah. Um, and also they're smaller, even though they they contain the same volume of liquid, they're physically smaller. So there's no neck, you know, so it's all the same size. Exactly. So you can, you can, they can, you can pack them in your backpack easier, um, f- Even for returning, like an, an empty canned beer weighs nothing, whereas even, even an empty glass bottle still has some heft to and, it. You know, and
0: a canned beer, uh, if you return, if you return you a deposit or the fund on it, you get twenty-five cents for a bottled beer. You, you get eight cents. Yeah,
1: re- return those canned beers because, um, yeah, just like four beers, and then you got you guys have a euro back.
0: I mean, you're you're paying a twenty-five cents premium on the canned beer. Yeah, so so get, a- and again, the nice thing,
1: as we mentioned in in beer part one, in Germany, is wherever you're buying your beer, next time you go back, you just Bring your cans back, put them in the machine. You get the receipt. It's it's so easy. Like there, there's there's no easy. going out of your way to a special recycling place. It's just. And know. if you
0: don't feel like it, you just put them on the street, and someone will take them.
1: Yeah. Or uh I remember like it was my first or second year living here, and you know I, like in between jobs, I'm like low on cash, whatever, and I'm be on the um, Craigslist and eBay client side. And once in a while, <laughs> there'd be just some lazy guy or couple would be like, "Yeah, I've got like five or six uh, bags of empty beer bottles. If anybody wants to." get them out of my house, then you can have all the, have all the, (laughs) the fun, all the brilliant actually. Yeah. And I remember once I went to this guy's house and really it was like truly like five or six, like large hefty bags of beer. Um, and good Lord. I, I barely made it to the little like nearest grocery store carrying all that stuff. Um, and in the end, I think I maybe got like eight Euro and I'm like, my arms hurt. And I'm like, I'm like covered in old spilled beer and stuff. And I'm like, this was not worth it, Europe. So you got paid
0: like less than minimum an hour for a lot of work. Yeah. And also the thing about cans too, I think, because um, I, I usually don't, don't drink cans very often either, but I like doing it. And they are, um, I just like the... Yeah. I drink a lot of cans That's the sound, yeah. In the States is filled with cans. Um, so I, I just miss them every once in a while. It
1: reminds you of like... That was like you know early twenties back in the states, you know what I mean, because you're always cracking open those that Bud Light or yeah that, exactly. or, that
0: Coors or whatever. And and you'll 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 notice too, like not all grocery stores will sell canned beer. Uh, Lidl sells so like almost exclusively canned beer. I feel like yeah yeah yeah. Or you just said won't sell
1: canned beer. No, they won't sell glass beer. Sorry, glass
0: beer. Like, yeah, they sell like exclusively canned beer. Uh, and I think Aldi as well has cans, but most other grocery stores will only sell bottles with maybe a few cans here or there.
1: Yeah. And there's one, I think it's Lidl also, they sell, it's like the shape of a glass bottle, but it's plastic with a plastic. And I feel like those are the least satisfying and they, they really get the, I, don't, they, they, I feel like they absorb the taste of the plastic. And yeah. Just, I, don't I don't like know. those. You, yes, you no, it's no good
0: For any Americans listening who's been to like a sporting event, some stadiums have those because it's not glass, so you can't break it, you know, right or hit somebody on the head with it or something. Right. Um. So yeah, that's a thing. And and also uh, some grocery stores, some will have cases, but like Lidl and Aldi, again, don't have cases of beer. Only singles, you know. And and we've kind of mentioned that
1: in Germany, single bottles of beer. It's kind that's kind of the culture. Yeah, you're not getting the packs. Like you go to the store and you go like, oh, I'll take two of this brand and two of this brand and one of this and one of this and kind of just put them in your backpack, you know, like loose. You know. Yeah, uh, and I
0: think the general thing, especially if you're not in a city, uh, if you're in a country, you know, and you have a car. Like I know uh, Bobby's family, don't get like eight cases of beer and just throw them in the basement and they just have it for months and months.
1: Yeah. My girlfriend's family as well. They kind of, it's like, yeah, you go into that room and it's kind of like, you know, the, 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 the back storeroom of a, right. of a bar or restaurant. Yeah, yeah you know exactly. I mean? There's just like a whole case of this, a whole, and i like 20 of this, 20 of that. It's, it's kind of, of
0: like Germany's like all or nothing. you either get a few singles or you get like a giant, or you get like 10 cases and bring it home. And again, they're not all drinking it all in one night. It's, it's just
1: so they don't have to go back. Yeah, you know it's it's gonna last them a few months. You know what I mean? Like more yeah, no, exactly. and more. You know, so you just it's just there. It's you know if you got the room, why not?
0: You know. Yeah, I know for sure it, it, it makes sense. But uh, maybe, maybe they should have like an in between. There is one brand that sells eleven beers in a case. No, that I don't like that Kronbacher. Nah, no, it's not. I don't like that. I used to buy them. It yeah. a nice
1: round number. Eleven, just weird. I know.
0: Well, they can fit one more in the case. I I used to buy them because uh, you can hold, you can carry that home with you. You know,
1: it's like a baker's dozen. Who needs
0: thirteen? and twelve. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what doesn't make
1: sense in in Germany and I'm sure you've noticed this as well, is like the past year or two, almost all beer advertisements, they've been really pushing alcohol-free beer. Yeah, dude, I so have noticed this. For some reason, yeah, yeah. Like, like in the movie theaters, it's alcohol-free, billboards, alcohol-free. But i who drink? Like I, I know that some people do, but like anytime we go out, I rarely, if ever, see somebody actually order their stuff. So I don't know why they're pushing it so hard.
0: Yeah, I, I really don't know why either. There, there has to be some kind of market research saying alcohol-free beers thing maybe they're advertising to our generation who are now having kids and people are pregnant and we still want to have a beer maybe that's the thing true it doesn't alcohol i haven't looked this up but
1: i've heard stories that alcohol-free beer actually has like 0.01 percent of beer it has like some some alcohol actually
0: but but it's like not enough to actually do do anything anything, yeah yeah. uh yeah i have noticed that too it's funny how they advertise it as well because you see a lot of advertisements and they're using the alcohol-free beer as kind of like a uh Energy drink, or like, or like, just do like a long 5k, have a nice alcohol free beer to quench your thirst. Yeah, and like true. To fill true. Which I guess makes kind of sense if you think about what beer is and like has like carbs and stuff like that. So I guess. After a run, a nice alcohol- free beer might make more sense like a Gatorade. I really don't know, but yeah, yeah they're they're kind of like saying, like, yeah, drink this on your on your long cycling trip
1: and yeah, go go for a run with a Kronbacher and something yeah
0: it's 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 super interesting, but yeah, I, I definitely have seen a rise. like most advertisements that I see now are alcohol free beer advertisements. yeah, you almost never see beer advertisements that are for a normal beer not they're, recently. they've
1: really been pushing alcohol free, but you know what's weird. They're pushing that, but you know, one thing that you can't get in Germany, or at least as far as I know, you can't get it in Germany, yeah. is this like a low calorie beer that you can find in the U S which I think makes much more sense Like because, a globe
0: ultra or right.
1: Like if you want to keep your weight down and like, cause if you know, if, if you are a beer drinker and you're drinking beer quite a bit, I mean that, you know, all those calories can add up and yeah, and then they have this, these low calorie beers in the States, but I have never seen a, a German brand that sells a low calorie version of their beer which I think Germans would be into because Germans also are into like health and stuff and yeah. yeah.
0: But I don't think I don't know. maybe like the whole health fitness culture is not as big of a thing here. I'm not, I'm not sure. But, but but
1: then why why are Americans so obese and Germans
0: less? You know what I mean? Like, because we have just terrible standard of food.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, but I'm saying like, but but you're saying like Americans are into their health, but obviously they're not. So. You know what I mean? So why they, so why do they have the low calorie ones and we don't over here in Germany? Um, but right?
0: it's funny too because the the uh, low calorie beers in the states are also advertised the same way. Alcohol free beers advertised here. It's true. Like, go for a run, grab a nice Michelob Ultra after yeah. with zero calories, which is like actually kind of cool if you're trying to lose some weight. And like obviously the beer's not going to taste great, but at least you can still drink a beer and not you know worry about you know getting big.
1: Yeah. I, I, I'm not saying that it would be my thing I just like think it'd be nice to have that as an option because once in a while you'd be like yeah let me, let me get a good it's, zero calorie beer it's
0: definitely I? a market that's missing or maybe Germans just like we won't touch that garbage because but we like no but the alcohol free ones that
1: seems less logical to me
0: or Radler or they also have like, the grapefruit beer here too like I don't mm-hmm. know yeah I think it's an untapped market I think it is like, untapped market maybe hey Michelob Ultra you want to get in the German market maybe you can but Michelob Ultra <laughs> <laughs> Misha <Michel Ob. laughs> But you know one
1: thing that Germany does have like hold the market on and and kind of invented I think that is the beer Yeah,
0: I mean of course. And uh who love a good beer garden? Which we
1: talked a little bit about in um in the episode 1, but we didn't really didn't go to detail about the beer garden. Now, as we mentioned, it, it is a basically kind of like an outdoor uh bar where where you where you drink beer out in the wilderness in the open air um and it, I mean I guess think of you know, images you've seen of Oktoberfest of people sitting, you know, at kind of like large
0: wooden picnic tables, drinking beer outdoors, right. but there's more to it than that, right? No, of course there's more to it. Um, beer gardens are definitely, I think everyone's favorite to go to have a few beers at. Especially in the
1: summer when the weather's nice, like, wouldn't you rather be out in the open air with some, like a fresh be-
0: breeze when you're drinking your beer, you know? For sure. And like, when you go to a beer garden, it's kind of like a, an all-inclusive night out because you know, they have food, they have beer, they have toilets, they are the outdoors,
1: need. you know, like, yeah,
0: everything you need. Uh and, and and the food usually the traditional ones you get like the pretzels and wursts and maybe some like traditional bavarian stuff maybe
1: yeah i mean you you get like the hearty stuff like um kartoffelsalat which is um, right of course potato salad potato salad you know you get like um uh schnitzel usually at some oh yeah true schnitzel um that that kind of stuff but um, but in
0: berlin a lot of beer gardens have different types of food like one of my favorites they have a really great pizza there uh, another one I know, they have—they um, rotate their menu every three weeks with different Berlin street food. So like beer gardens, I think modern-day beer gardens are really kind of branching out of them more in the types of food that, that they do offer. Yeah, but I would say
1: in general... In Berlin, at least, probably in, Bavaria. Well, yeah, but I think even in in Berlin, like the classic beer gardens here, like Prater, et cetera, sure. like they focus on that traditional Bavarian you German know, menu. German beer garden You food. know what I mean? Yeah, sure. That, that hearty stuff, which, which I, I mean, it makes sense why it was this food is is offered when you're drinking outdoors because it is getting significant food into your stomach so that way you're not you know getting drunk after two beers you know yeah exactly. out in the sun you know what i mean getting dehydrated etc
0: yeah and um and so if, if you're in germany you're going to want to go to a beer garden even if you don't drink beer that they, they have other alcohol too or other drinks you can get water it doesn't matter yeah you know but they, you they should go for, it's cool
1: for, for wine uh, apparel spritz like like i think that's also maybe past 10 15 years you know like it probably used to be beer yeah but then they're like okay some people bring their friends that don't oh, like, like people beer. are different yeah and, like know, different things yeah exactly wow, who thunk?
0: Um, <laughs> but it, it, i think anyone who's going to germany it's it's a, it's a german cultural experience you have to go to a beer garden and uh, when you're there you, there's no table service you always have to go get up to a, usually a window you'll, you'll see a usually a long line yeah get your beer there uh, there ne- there'll never be table service at least that I've seen.
1: No, no. Um, and one thing about the tables is, like, as we mentioned, you show up. It's basically just kind of like this big, small outdoor park this area. Big small outdoor park area. Yeah, and there's, you know, depending on the, you know, there could be from twenty to fifty large wooden so tables, like one hundred fifty. Yeah, and basically you're going to be sharing the table, so you're not gonna ha- you're not gonna go find your own table. There's these long tables that hold, um, maybe. 10, 10 12, 12. Uh, yeah so like you I mean, like a baker's does like yeah, 13 people f- five or six people <laughs> on each side screw <laughs> you. five or six people on each side so like usually you just go you'll, you'll see maybe a table has a few people on it but it has like a little small empty section you just go like um is this free you know or you like be possessed or stuff try or you know like whatever you want to do yeah and of course they will be like yeah sure and you sit down and then you kind of share the table with these with these people you don't have to interact with them if you if you don't want to but but yeah. there is that kind of Possibility, especially on a Friday or Saturday night, that um, if you are a sociable person and you do, and you are maybe you're new somewhere and you do want to meet people, that might actually be a good way to do it. Actually, you're right, if you sit at a table, people are they're drinking, maybe a little bit more
0: friendly than usual. You know, you can meet some people. Yeah, is, that's an interesting point because it's it's a very different experience than going out and having a beer at a bar. Yeah, uh, obviously, a bar is always music playing. They're very usually you know more um, crowded in terms of like people around you. You know, it's more because you're in it's this, not spaced out. You're in this tiny european room which is you know right you know so like you would think maybe that bars are better to socialize with people which could be but also beer gardens do have that little kind of uh, forced interaction yeah you know, yeah, right. yeah yeah it, that's exactly it so uh yeah if you want to meet some people maybe maybe try beer garden and plus they're sweet and in the summer they are so nice and berlin at least has i mean i'm sure anyone living living in bavaria right now will disagree with us 100 percent oh yeah but berlin has some incredible beer gardens like my two favorites are uh cafe Noyen z which is in the middle of Tierpark or Tiergarten? Which one is it? Tiergarten. Tiergarten. Yeah. In the middle of Tiergarten, and uh, it's really, really big. I think we talked about it actually last episode because yeah, we, we, probably we, we did. just
1: we had or I I just visited there. Yeah it's, yeah, it's it's on this little pond in the middle of the park. Just trees around. It's, it's gorgeous. It, it, yeah. it's, it's really
0: beautiful. And another one of my favorites, which is really small, is called Republic. And uh, and is it Mitte? Because Mitte, Kreuzberg yeah it's a bag border yeah uh, that one's really cool it, that one's more small and a little more cozy but they have uh, that's one that has different menu of food every 3 weeks with different street food around berlin uh we went in, uh, last week and they had uh Like some Italian food, like fried rice balls. Yeah.
1: Another time they had like Mexican food, like
0: tacos and stuff. Yeah. So that's really cool. And they also have a big uh, bus in the back. It's a double-decker red bus that you can just go chill drinking if you want. True. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Another
1: classic one I would say is Prater, which is... uh, That is the classic, right? Near Ebeswald And I would say classic also in the sense like if you want to see what a classic German beer... I think it it just hits all the buttons. You know what I mean? Like you walk in and it it just looks how you would expect a German beer garden to look. Offers the food you'd expect good beer good good atmosphere you know and that one i think is the
0: oldest beer garden in the city yeah i think from 1800 late 1800s yeah, i believe yeah it's pretty cool it's not very flashy a lot of beer gardens won't be very flashy they're pretty bare bones like all of them are the same exact type of tables uh these Spady beer garden. They're called beer garden tables. I don't know what to call them, but every only you know,
1: they're just wooden. Out- Let's think of a long wooden picnic table, basically, with, with those kind of long wooden benches on either one on either side. With green legs, metal legs. Yeah, exactly. Um, you see them?
0: I think there's one company that makes them because they're probably getting they're a- everywhere, yeah. making a killing in this yeah. country. <laughs> yeah.
1: And one last great one I really like is a place called Schlois. I think it's called Schleuskrug which is um maybe a few minutes from Cafe Am and and it's right on the canal that goes through beer Birg- um, tiergarten ah uh, yeah and it's right on the um the Schloes, the in um, in english called the lock you know where the the water level drops or rises to allow the boats yep. to go through and so the view of the the river there it's a uh, really nice but anyways that's that's a it's a nice place to to do drinking um to do drinking
0: yeah for sure and uh, also you have to expect that you're not going to be spending um bar prices there beer gardens are a little more expensive
1: yeah yeah be- beer range around like Four fifty to four eighty, I'd say. So it's, yeah. it's, they're, they're on the higher side, and and food is always maybe like twenty percent more than it should cost, you know, etc. But but basically, you're paying for the atmosphere, etc. Um, but yeah, if you spend your whole day there, it's gonna set you back. But if you just go for a couple beers and a one meal, like it's not so bad. Yeah, they're
0: they're, they're very fun. They're 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 yeah. super duper fun. So where where else, Jeff? Do you so we like beer gardens. We like, you know, going to bars, but I don't want to talk about bars. What's like something else?
1: Well, I mean, something that we could call our own kind of beer garden is park drinking, which, uh, you know, we do in the summer quite a lot, you know, which is, I mean, as we've, we've probably mentioned hundreds of stories of this during the podcast, right? Where it's a summer day, we have nothing else really planned. We just call up some friends and we meet at a, at a park and we all bring, um, you know, three or bring four a few beers, few beers with us, and just hang out there for a few hours or the whole day. You know what I mean? Just sunset. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and sometimes bring some food with a little tiny little minute, you know, uh, portable barbecue, and yeah, make our own uh, bratfurst and drink yeah, some, exactly. some beers out in the open air, but for a lot less money.
0: Because <laughs> we have mentioned, you know, uh, in Germany it is legal to drink outside. Mm. Um, Not just. I used to think it was like when I first moved here that like it was kind of like oh no one really cares, but you know it's actually like one hundred percent legal. You can go in front of a cop chug a beer in front of them and they won't care. So yeah, you can do that. So the parks are a great place to, you know, have a few beers and, and relax and enjoy the nature and enjoy the city that you're in. And uh, so Jeff, you have like, you're a very crafty guy. So I, I just take my beer, so I'm in a backpack and call it a day. But Jeff keeps, has Which like- Which
1: is a uh, rookie mistake, by the way.
0: Yeah, but I, I just don't care. I mean,
1: no, well, I, 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 this is not something I've, I haven't always been this way. It started, I'd say about two or three years ago every summer would come and you know like in july august whatever it's it, you know in fahrenheit it gets up to like it's like 85 degrees it gets, it's gets it's like 35 yeah it's hot and, it, and if you go and you buy like two cold beers i found that in that kind of a sun man within 20 30 minutes that beer is warm it's right. just, it's all over and it's and and for me i hate warm beer like i can't do it especially on a hot day you want what do you what do you want a refreshing cold beer yeah of course and um And so I just went and I like bought a cool bag, what's called like, you know, it's kind of like these like foldable, um, you know, uh, insulated bags that are meant for keeping either things warm or cold. And, you know, I I started just we go to the park. I would bring one of those, throw beers in there and then throw one of those kind of blue ice packs in the freezer in there. And man, if you buy like a decent one at Amazon for only like 15 bucks, 20 bucks or whatever they will keep stuff ice cold for hours and oh my God, there's, there's like nothing better than you've been at the park for like three, four hours. Everyone else is having to go get their own re- refresher and I just open up my cool bag and I've got just icy cold. <laughs> but you beer. also have a little
0: trick. You use tin foil, which I find pretty oh, interesting. Yeah.
1: I, I started that before I got the cool bag. I, I was like, let me try tin foil Cause I know that that, that'll actually keep, um, keep the coolness in as well. So I, I would just each bottle of beer, I'd wrap it in tin foil, bring it. And I actually timed it and, Instead of after 30 minutes, it lasts like hour, hour and a half, you know, still cold. And I, <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. And then, then I upgraded to the cool bag because our friend Childish had one. Right, And um, I think that in our group, that's what happens a lot is somebody will get something. We'll kind of make fun of them for a little bit, but then we'll see how it'll actually like useful. Practical like, it is. Same, yeah. same with these like foldable chairs. Like I think... Childish um, and our friend uh, uh, Dugo, they started with
0: that. I think yeah, we to sit on the floor in the park. was always yeah. bring a blanket, you're right. But like yeah. we're getting old, sitting on the yeah. floor hurts well, sometimes. I remember
1: at first we're all like talking to them, oh, what are you, what are you, fifty years old? You can't sit, can't the ground sit on or... the floor. But then now we all yeah, have yeah, our own. Yeah, and then I, we, I I saw them on sale and I bought one. And then oh, it's so much nicer to have this little foldable chair. They just sit on. It's like oh, like it's the best. It's, yeah, it's awesome. Uh, but anyways, keep those keep those drinks cold because it gets gets mighty hot out there.
0: And 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 the problem is though, of course, with park drinking is finding a place to pee
1: yeah and we've talked about that. I mean, in Berlin, they have been installing more of these, but yeah, it's 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 this like never ending struggle of and 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 we, I think, are smart enough that we kind of pick where we go in a park, depending on, okay, we know okay, okay, there's a nearby right bar that'll us pee for fifty cents, or we know there's a free toilet over there, there's a toilet over there, or like like we're we're strategically choosing, you know, where we can go, however, um, there are times where you just have to go in the bushes, man. I hate, I don't want to do it. It's just, but you know, like the facilities just aren't there sometimes. And, and these, exactly. are par- these are parks that are covered in thousands of people and they have like one
0: tiny toilet. So you, you, you will also see in the summer too, a lot of people peeing in the bushes and it stinks. So, uh, if you can find a toilet, I think that's always appreciated. We, we, we absolutely prefer that. But sometimes you're just in a, in a
1: jam and there's just no other option and you just wish there was. But
0: yeah. yeah gross um and then another place where people drink beer and there's also a large selection of beer are of course the spaties now we've mentioned this a million times if you're if you're you know a long-time listener of the show I mean, some people forget you know you know what a spatee is but if you don't remember or you're new hi <laughs> welcome How hey how's it going Go on. um a spatee or spatekauf means translated to late by and it's just a convenience store like a 7-eleven type thing but they're all private usually yeah they're all privately owned and um open usually 24 seven and they always have like a huge selection of beers yeah it's it's beer and snacks basically but cigarettes I mean, beer there's, snacks there's
1: one on there must be thousands of bro there's one on every street corner oh right? they're everywhere i mean they're they're everywhere yeah um, and they're usually the only thing open past like 10 p.m you know what i mean like like that's why they call called because they're open late
0: like that's not a bar or a restaurant
1: yeah, yeah, I'm like if you want to go and buy a bottle of beer, right? Yeah, it's good, like all the uh, grocery stores are closed, all the exactly. normal stores are closed, you know. And on a on a Sunday, even the bars and stuff are closed, so like the are gonna be your only option. Some yeah.
0: spaties the city wants them to close on Sundays, but mm. some stay open. I don't know, like around here, I've never seen one of them close on Sunday. Yeah, so. It's, so. around Noicam they do. I don't know. It's weird. Anyways, that's that's also people use them as bars. You can sit outside of a spati, drink there. It's actually funny on our friend's birthday. Uh, we had, wanted to have a few beers after work to celebrate with her, but then we're like, "Let's celebrate into it." And we hung outside of a um, a that was next to a, a espon station. And a tram station, yeah. And we just danced like all night outside on the
1: sidewalk, like, so so was, we just outside the spati, And then when we needed the next beer. You just walk in, buy it, come back out. Yeah, you it was know. it was fantastic. Uh, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Some of, it's weird because some of these spaties over the years have kind of turned themselves into bars by yeah. going from a convenience store to a convenience store that they've set up a couple small folding tables outside and, and then they offer a toilet in the yeah. back. But, but we've seen a few where the cops have shut these down after a certain amount of time. Cause I think technically you need some sort of a bar liquor license in order to have people actually physically sitting there. You know what I mean? So like, so, yeah, so, it so, sucks. So, so some of our favorite ones after like a year or two get shut down because the cops get like wind of it or there's just like the people are just too loud or on the sidewalk. Or just
0: na- yeah. The neighbors complain, um, which sucks. But, uh, yeah, and some of them do have like an absolute insane selection of different types of beers. Um, like I, I've I've been to a Craft few that have beers like and 50, international beers types of beers. It's it's yeah. pretty wild actually. So it's fun actually when you go there because so we you know German beer is all very similar with the Reinheitsgebot. You know they're all same ingredients. The pils are hellas yeah right. And uh, um, sometimes when I have a beer, I'm like, oh, that tastes just like a real beer. When you have them next to each other. You can really taste the differences. There is a difference, but it's not like a
1: huge difference.
0: Though. No, but that's why, like, going to Speighty and then you get like a few different ones. You get, like the you know little taste test. Now they're all different. That's fun.
1: Yeah, yeah. I would say like half the time when we go in, we go for our default Berliner Kindle whatever. But then half the time we kind of play this game where we're like, you know what? Let's all buy a beer that we've never had before. Yeah, yeah, which is fun. It's and, a fun and game. S- and since it's not um, six packs, it's singled. It's so easy to just try a random beer. You know, like yeah whatever if it's bad like what's that euro 50 gone who right. cares?
0: you know what i mean yeah spedy beers are a little bit more expensive than a grocery store so you're talking about like a hellis nowadays will be like 2 euro 220 uh, and it depends
1: like at my local Spati, the Berliner Kindel is still 1 euro 20 cents
0: yeah a hellis is still will be like two, 220 Helles. oh yeah but like a Berliner, Berliner Kindle, shorts used to be like a euro around me but now they're like 120 130 Stenbega is still 79 cents at the at the near me. You know. Oh, nice, very yeah. good. Uh,
1: but but yeah, so you're you're paying like thirty forty cents more than at a grocery store. But okay, do you want to? You have to do that planning first of all, and then carry a bunch of heavy beers in your backpack with you, or you can be light and just stop at a convenience store, grab one beer, yeah, exactly. and then pay the extra thirty cents. You know what I mean? So and and I, it's the it's the convenience the factor. I probably why they call them convenience stores. Whoa, who
0: knew? Who knew? You do. <laughs> and I, I also like going to shepetis, uh like in the winter actually. You know, if you're at a bar or something like that, and you know you're leaving to go home, and you're with a few friends, I like having like one like nightcap beer to spatey. Because a lot of the bars you get warm inside, very smoky inside, and, and it's, you hard, it's hard to
1: talk, especially if you're in a big group. You know, like there's, yeah. there's somebody like half the group they're too far away to really have like a proper conversation. So now you could be like somewhere quiet. Yes, so just,
0: you know, it's one in the morning. Whatever, you got a little spatey beer, hang out outside in the cold for like half an hour, and Then you go. It's kind of nice. I, I like that little uh, that little post post-op bar beer Sure. Um, And kind of connected with Spades, I would say
1: something we do, especially if it's on a really nice day and we just have no other plans and we kind of want to explore Berlin, explore some areas we don't know and some areas we do know, you yeah. know to be beautiful is sometimes we'll just meet at a place and say like, hey, let's go for a walk. Let's walk from here to there, like a two-hour walk and we'll each bring a couple beers in our backpack and just do a beer walk kind of yeah. like... But it's not really again. The beer is not the focus. It's more the walk, uh,
0: and enjoying, enjoying the sun, enjoying
1: nature, enjoying sun, enjoying our company. But you know, bring a couple of beers in the in the backpack. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. It's, I mean, I, I think this whole episode is making us sound like giant alcoholics. Um, but it comes, but also, it's also because we've had to distill all this
1: beer drinking information into like a forty five minute thing. So right. of course, it sounds like we're drinking every three seconds. Of course, we're not. But you know, but we're just you know, we want to give you guys all the options of exactly. what we, we can
0: do. So like May 1st, it just happened, you know, it's usually a big festival on the streets or carnival to Couturin or a lot of these street parades, street festivals, you know, people always drinking outside and you actually see a lot of people, you know, they'll, they'll buy three, four cases and they'll sell beers in the street for like, with like a little uh, children's wagon, just like, Hey, right. one euro for beer,
1: one euro for beer or whatever. Or, or
0: sometimes in parks just to be walking around uh, with a case of beer tied around their neck and then they're selling at the parks for, you know, two euro instead of what they're worth with 60 cents, whatever. So it's actually kind of fun too. Um, I like that. Yeah.
1: And I mean, I think what we're getting at, <laughs> yes, these two episodes, is yes, beer is a big part of German culture. Absolutely, it, is, it yeah. really is. And
0: you I, don't drink always to get but, you know messed but, up. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's like that's the I think that's the key. It's like drinking drinking to excess is not the German culture. It's just the beer, enjoying a beer with some good conversation. You know what I mean? Like a couple beers with like that's that's the culture. It's it's not yes. it's not drinking to get drunk. Uh, like I think that's never the goal it's like sometimes that is the the consequence or the the side effect you know what i mean but that's never the goal like um you know and and often that's not what happens it's 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 just you you go like hey guys let's let's go to the beer garden for for a couple beers enjoy the outdoors and then you move on to something else exactly i mean
0: now jeff what's your uh what's your favorite beers who
1: favorite now berliner kindle is not necessarily my favorite beer but i'd say living in berlin it's my go-to beer because It tastes good enough, and it's always on the low, on the cheaper side. It's like yeah. one, one of the cheaper beers you can get. Yet it's a, it's a regional beer. Yeah. Yet good. You know yeah. what I mean? Like like in the states, like Bud Light is cheap, but it's not good in my opinion. You know I mean? So whereas and Kindle is cheap but good. But in terms of just like beers in general, like um House, I really love. That's a really good Rolthaus. one. House. Um, is yeah. So this is what, depends on my mood. So usually I go for the cheap one. But say I'm just like I want the beer that I want then i go for for a rothaus um or uh ooh, i'm actually like in my head like looking at the spati uh <laughs> the spati wall the freezer you know like looking through the glass right now <laughs> um the rothaus and also um the um just like a classic augustina like augustina is just yeah that does it for me
0: for sure what about you yeah my favorite like regional cheap beer is a uh, schotais which is also a berliner beer uh i always yeah that's what kind of my my go-to that I'll grab in the shelf, and when I'm feeling a little a little frisky, a little, <laughs> like, little naughty, a little naughty, <laughs> uh, I also will go for an Augustine. I like that a lot, or actually a Czech beer, which is not German. Ooh, I mean, uh, I'll
1: also find like a like a like an actual uh, Budweiser. Yeah, Budweiser, not Budweiser. the American Budweiser, but the actual Polish the one that started before the American one. That's one of my favorite yeah.
0: beers of all the time, a Budweiser or. Uh, uh, Pramen or a Pilsner Like I, I love all those Czech beers, but uh, German, yeah, um probably gonna be an Augustina or some kind of Hellas. I really like. Yeah, yeah.
1: It's like, like if if I could right now, I'm kind of blanking. I could give you a better list if I could actually see the 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 fridge in front of me. But sure. yeah, but yeah, those are the few that that came off the of the top of my head. But yeah, it's like as you as you mentioned, like every region has its own, like like Berlin, like. Kindle is the thing. If you go to or Bav- Belina. if you go to if you go to Bavaria, you will not find those beers on sale. No, no, exactly. Because there's no point because they no. have their own popular regional beers there. You know exactly.
0: I mean? Like if you go to Bremen, a lot of it is Bex, because Bex is brewed in Bremen. Oh, that's a shame. I know. Uh down south, a lot of Helles beers. Augustina of course, is down south. Uh, I know out west they have Yeva a lot. They they that's of like uh, another big Cologne, one. Cologne, you got Kolsch. Kolsch and Cologne. Yeah. Uh in Hamburg you have Astra. Oh, yeah, true, Astra. Which is
1: really good. The um, the logo is the, the ship tanker with a heart? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. It's, red, yeah. Right? it's, yeah, it's okay. really cool. Probably the yeah. best logo ever. It's yeah. fantastic. And then they're really cool, like, squishy short bottles, right? Like, right. Yeah.
0: And, yeah, you, you can usually get those regional beers all around, but uh, not all the time. And sometimes they're, like, super-duper regional where you just won't find it anywhere else. So it's fun when you travel around Germany and you go to a uh, um, uh, grocery store or, like, convenience shop or something, and you'll see, like... I've never seen all these beers before. It's all new to
1: me. You, you, you'll almost know like if somebody just blindfolded you, took you to a specific region, and you just went into a bar, grocery store there, you'd almost know roughly where you are in Germany by what's on tap. You know what I mean? Like, like is it the Kindle? Is it the Astra? Is it the Kirsch? Or you know what I mean? Like, or is it one of these uh, Bavarian beers? Like, you can almost know like which section of Germany you're in, you know, yeah. just by what is the main thing on offer?
0: Oh, another one of my favorite beers I just thought about is up from Strazun, which is Studebecca, which is also ooh. fantastic.
1: Yes. With the old uh, ships on it. Yes. Yeah. That's the, a really good one.
0: Ooh, like the Atlantic Ale. Atlantic Ale. Ale. They, oh, love it. Yeah. that makes. Yeah, they, they have a good selection, good variety. And it's very yeah. like non-German selection. So they have ales and stuff like that, which is interesting, but uh, it's not like a craft bar, but it's craft beer, but it's really good. Yeah. Uh, I like it a lot, but um, I wonder if this whiskey is our favorite whiskey. Ooh, let's find, I actually.
1: I, I had a I had a mid-episode splash. This is my third splash. This is your third splash. I got myself a little splash. It's too. not my third glass, guys. It's a splash. So it's very very eh. small.
0: Eh.
1: Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> mm, it's good. I really like it. It really grew on me. Yeah, absolutely.
0: I'm really not a bourbon person either.
1: We keep saying that, but we seem to love the, a lot of the bourbons we have. So That's fair.
0: You know what? Maybe okay. we're bourbon people now. I, I, think it,
1: I think it depends on the bourbon. Like like for me, almost any rye you give me, I'll be happy. That's but true. But that's not the same with a bourbon. Like that,
0: that, yeah, that's fair. But this one I really like. It's sweet. It's got a really. Nut, it's got like that that bourbon aftertaste and a good burn. Know? It's got a really good burn. Um, it's it's uh, it's very whole, like a wholesome flavor. If that makes sense. Like I feel whole. Yeah. When I drink it. Yeah,
1: yeah. It it's just hitting all the notes, and also um, in terms of price, I can't remember exactly, but I want to say it was only like, I think thirty five something like that. 35 or to 38 euro yeah. meaning the states it has to be even less like yeah yeah true you know what i mean um so so but yeah for for an american bourbon in germany um under 40 euro very good price
0: yeah no uh, i i really like it um i'm going to give it a give an eight it's all eight i was gonna i already had eight in my head yeah it's nice a, it's, a, it's a, it is a so
1: because eight just means like that's a that's a damn good thing
0: yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, uh, good stuff. Eagle this, again, this, is, this, is, this is I forgot to mention what it was. This is a uh, Eagle Rare uh, Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Yeah, I like it. Eight out of ten. Good stuff. I, I, I think I would drink this
1: for sure Did it say where, where in Kentucky is from? Or is it actually? In, remember, we had one thing that was a Kentucky bourbon and it was
0: made not in Kentucky. Yeah, this is in actually Frankfort, Kentucky. Ooh. Well, there you go. That's funny. And for some reason, at the bottom, at the very bottom, it just says like after all the after all the stuff of like where I was brewed or whatever, it just says Joe C. Like sh-
1: C with a dot? Like yeah. Like Joe C dot? Yeah. Maybe that's like the um, the Not- brewmaster
0: or something? or Maybe, but it's like underneath all the weird like email addresses and stuff. Joe are- C.
1: Josie. Shouldn't it be like J dot and then the full last
0: name? Right. That's what's weird about it. Joe C. Mm. Josie. No idea. Anyways,
1: everyone, thank you for listening. <laughs> she reminds me of uh, I know you're not a big Simpsons fan but there's there's one time where the the principal is calling out um Lisa cuz she got in trouble and so on the intercom he goes uh ooh I need uh Lisa S to come to my office and he's like ooh that's actually that's too obvious let's go with uh L Simpson <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's good <laughs> Anyways everyone after that <laughs> thank, thank you so much for listening um we really do appreciate all you listeners like really really we really do and uh, yeah, if you have any any ideas for an episode or a shuffle idea or any questions, send us a message on Instagram. Or, or any
1: guests you think that w- that would fit with us perfect. Yeah, Do you true. know th- That we should be on our show, or uh, you know, um,
0: you send us a message from our website or uh, on our Instagram, which is at Americans in Germany podcast. How, um, how you
1: remember that? Is beyond me.
0: And all right, and uh, yeah, I hope everyone is having a great in- spring intro to the summer.
1: Yeah, and uh, actually, let's 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 gauge some interest. If any of you guys are still listening at the end of this episode, uh, send us a message if you're in for another in-person meetup uh, as the weather is getting nicer. Fun idea, Jeff. And that should be planned at some point this Maybe summer. We're at a beer garden. So uh, if we get enough responses, we'll think seriously about doing that in-person meetup.
0: We will. And in the meantime, everyone, please uh, stay healthy, stay safe, and uh, stay thirsty. Cheers. Cheers.